Point Park is a different breed. Yeah. It is a different <laughs> breed. <laughs> Any only people know that are Point Park people. Yes. True. Hello and welcome back to the Pioneer Careers Podcast. We are on episode six. six. And I am Kenny Anderson. And I am Natalia Hillen. All right. And this is the week of Halloween. Halloween. Halloween, Halloween. Did you do anything fun for Halloween over the weekend? I did. I had... I dressed up twice. Yeah. My two friends and I were Kiss, Mary, Kill, the game. Yeah. So I was in all red. My friend was in all white for nice. Mary. And then my other friend was in black with like bl- fake blood for Kill. Yeah. So that was fun. And then Saturday, well, we went to a couple parties and yeah. bars. And then Saturday, I dressed up as Batgirl and my friend was Joker. Nice. So yes, fun weekend. You know, it was gearing me up for yeah. actual Halloween tomorrow. How about you? How was your Halloween weekend? Uh, very fun. I went to a haunted house. I went to Fright Farm mm. down in Uniontown. It was my first time there. Love haunted houses. And if you don't love haunted houses, please grow up. Um, <laughs> I'm an adrenaline. You heard Kenny. <laughs> I'm an adrenaline junkie. So I love it too. Um, if you don't like them, go with me. I'm. I will gladly go in front. I'll be the leader because you know. I take one for the team. So I did that Friday, and then Saturday I went to a Halloween party, and I was um, I was a vigilante, basically from the Purge. So the Purge is I meow, love the Purge. Meow. What does that siren go? <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. Um, but yeah, Halloween weekend was a success. Uh, this is probably the first time in a while that I've done things on Friday and Saturday because I like to use my weekends just to. Rewind, like just relax recuperate get my mind right um but it's the end of my birthday month mm-hmm. so how was your birthday I happy know. 30th i am 30 now guys the big 30 dirty 30 30 um my birthday was really good i went okay. to hawking hills ohio which if you don't know is a state park in ohio and we had a cabin an airbnb and it was just a great time like low-key chill vibes probably the first time on our family vacation with the, like my group of friends we haven't had drama <laughs> but but sometimes drama does make the vacation especially when you're it's not good for involved. memories and stories <laughs> when you're not involved it's like oh i love it but it was a really good time um we went hiking and we went through like a cave and whatnot we saw a waterfall saw all the fall foliage and like the oranges and the reds and the yellows it was just i don't know such a vibe it was like such a good birthday vibe yeah just a vibe and it's so different to the birthday party or the birthday that we celebrated in august because we went to mexico i don't know if i told you guys about that but we went to mexico for my roommate's 30th birthday, like all my friends are turning 30 this year. So I was like, ugh. Um, but Mexico was a completely different vibe. It was like party, party, party. Um, it was summer, end of summer, kind of like a wrap up kind of a thing. But this is like a fall cozy cabin vibes. And I just want to go back. I'm like, I just take me back. That's so, oh, that sounds fun. It was so fun. Oh my gosh. Do you have any, you know, upcoming plans? Your birthday's coming up. It is coming up. Uh, I'm excited. I think it's really weird. I wasn't, I think I might be having something just to like, you know, celebrate with my friends, but I wasn't going to because I don't know. I, the last couple of years I've been, I'd done something every year, but it is the last year I'm in college. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to have something. And you turned 22. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's like, eh, 22. 22. But you, like, you celebrated your 21st last year, so like, how are you going to top that? I know. Last year was fun, too. I mean, you could have a Taylor Swift birthday party. Oh, gosh. I will never. <laughs> you feeling 22? Love T-Swift, but I get, I get say, or people say I look like her. Happy 1989 TV, blah, 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 blah. Anyway. It is my Taylor Swift <laughs> year, I guess. It is your Taylor Swift it year. It is my T-Swift year. I celebrate but... accordingly. 
But are we ready to get into today's topic today? Yes, I am really excited for today's topic. Yes, I'm excited about our special guest too because our student here at Point Park and they have a lot of great information to tell us about, mm-hmm. which our next topic is content creation. Content creation. We kind of touched upon it last episode a little bit. Towards the end, we gave some tips on what it is and whatnot. But let's kind of dive a little bit deeper, right? So I have a lovely article, as I always article do. Article man. Article man. Going to go as that as Halloween. Um, article man has another article. And this is from Hootsuite. So Hootsuite's very good. Love Hootsuite. It's a great uh, social, how do you want to call it? A social media tool that you can use to build out content and stuff. So they kind of have a blog about your 2023 guide to social media content creation. So let's kind of go through it, um, what they talk about and stuff like that. So one of the questions they have is, what is content creation? We kind of talked about it a little bit um, at the end of the last episode. But content creation is the process of creating content. (laughs) Hello. Um, But what does this mean exactly? So just about anything can be content from blog posts to TikToks to white papers or even books, newspapers, social media posts, and stuff like that. Um, But basically, content is anything that provides information for entertainment. Um, But for this episode, I think we're going to be focusing more towards social media content, kind of how to use social media um, to promote yourself, your brand, and stuff like that. Um, So what is social media content creation? Social media content creation is the process of creating content or creating written content, photography, graphics, and videos. Videos can talk today for different social media platforms. So I know you kind of have your own social media presence. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe talk about that a little bit. Talk about your social media presence, how you kind of use that. So I've been building my Instagram, I'd say, since like, I mean, I've had it for a while, but I'd say like actually really posting stuff probably the last like two years ever since I started modeling it's just been like it's such an easy you know platform to post my pictures and kind of promote myself in like a modeling marketing way and also I've said this countless times I want to do so much more with my social media but again I feel like that'll come with whenever I'm like taking my career like I can fully focus on my career Mm -hmm. and not just doing school and track and all my other stuff but yeah, I, I really love social media. I mean, social media is literally a huge part of my life yeah. and it always will be. And I think our generate like my generation of starting, like, I don't know, I got Instagram when I was in like fourth grade on my yeah. mom's phone. <laughs> and she was like, what is that? Like, that's before like everything was like known kind mm. of. How about you? Like, what about your social media yeah. stuff? It's interesting to think about because I started thinking about like Snapchat, right? And I I think I'm part of the generation. It's so weird to talk about that, like with you, because yeah, because you're a generation ahead, behind, however you want to call it. You're, yeah, behind. Are you considered Gen Z. Yeah, Gen Z. And being a millennial, Snapchat. I'm part of that first wave of, I guess, people really diving deep into Snapchat because I think that came out in like 2011, 2012. So I was still in high school. Um, and seeing the evolution of that. Same with Instagram. Like the icon on Instagram has changed so it much. Um, but for me and my personal brand, I kind of tailored it not to what I post, but just my name. Um, so like my Instagram name, maybe my Facebook username. They have those, whatever. And then I sometimes stream on Twitch or like any other type of social media platform and brand name that I use. It's always perks of underscore Kenny. I don't know why. It just kind of rolls off the tongue. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just lived up to that perks of underscore Kenny and when Snapchat first came out you couldn't change your username and oh yeah and it was like a weird name it was like a it was like my name some initials and a number in my last name and I was like I need to change this because perks of underscore Kenny is kind of my social identity that I coincide with so I think it was just recently 
that they allowed you to change your username it has on Snapchat. Been, it's like maybe a year and a half, mm-hmm. I'd say. So when I could change it, I changed it to Parker's Lounge Square Kennedy because I'm like, yes, I need it. And then same with my PlayStation name. My PlayStation name was my phone. <laughs> I put too much personal information out there. My full initials, like my first, middle, last, and then my birthday. <laughs> it was birthday on month, there. day, year. <laughs> Even the year. <laughs> it was initials, birthday. So then I was like, I need to change this, especially when I'm playing with people online that I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to know this personal information of mine. And then who knows? <laughs> Come on, identity theft. True. Love it. So as soon as I could change that, I switched it to Perks of Underscore Kenny. Everything for me is Perks of Underscore Kenny. Perks of Underscore Kenny. But, I love that. Um, kind of diving a little bit deeper into social media content creation. Social media content has to fit within prescribed limits for character counts, image sizes, and video links because social media has those constraints. So you have to kind of... I don't want to say conform to the limits of what you're using, but basically that. (laughs) And then it says you have to cram a lot of value into a very small space. But it's also important to note that social media content creation is much more interactive than other forms of content creation. You don't create content in a bubble, whether you're highlighting um, user-generated content, creating a TikTok's uh, stitch, or using trending audio to guide your content ideas. You're part of a larger ecosystem because... If you create a TikTok video, you can use that for a Facebook reel or an Instagram reel. So you can kind of post on multiple multiple uh, platforms. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think what else. So here's some elements involved in social media content creation. Um, just some things to be thinking about. So maybe you could take some of this. Mm-hmm. So research, checking on the latest social media trends and using social listening and social media analytics to get a sense of what kind of content your social audience craves. Also writing, putting words on the screen. Um, from headlines, video overlaying through text to copy for longer posts on Facebook or LinkedIn. Uh, Photography, videography, capturing photos or videos of footage, um, video editing, graphic design, just some of the things that, you know, goes into content creations. I feel like it's a lot more than what people think about. There is because content creation, just like you said before, isn't just about Mm -hmm. posting a picture there's so much more to content creation, especially if you want to build a brand and build, you know, a career out of it. Yeah. And I think some things that might get lost in translation and content creation, translation and content creation, in- impulsive thoughts or intrusive thoughts coming out right now, um, <laughs> is you have to set goals. Like you have to see the vision, have your own vision of where you want to go. Um, because if you don't really know where you're going to want to go, that's going to come across in your content and then your audience might be lost as well Mm -hmm. they're gonna be as lost as you they're gonna see right through it right if you don't have that vision gotta have the vision and also in part of that have a creative brainstorm if you need to sit with yourself brainstorm kind of build out your calendar any thoughts that you have 30 seconds two minutes five minutes whatever it is just brainstorm um be with yourself and see what you can come up with it's it's amazing what you can come up with when you're just with yourself and you just have yourself in your thoughts. <laughs> Sometimes that'd be scary. Um, but like I said, build a content creator. This is all great tips. Schedule your content. We kind of talked about that a little bit. And then also analyze your results, right? Because you want to keep up with the trends. Um, it's always a process and ends back where it started. Analyze your results to see what you wor- what worked and what didn't. And also use your findings to guide your research and planning into what to do next. And I think it's something important to also say is that when you're analyzing all of your, like all the analytics, if you're going on Instagram and seeing like how many accounts you're reaching, like Mm -hmm. if it's going up or down, um, do that quarterly, like every couple months, like every three months, I would say, or even maybe sooner, you could even do it monthly, depending on what your brand is and what you're trying to market off. 
But I would just try to keep that in mind to do it frequently. Yeah. I would be careful of that, though, because then if you do it too frequent, like weekly or daily. Yeah, weekly or daily. I wouldn't... You might get like, um, how, what's the word? What's the phrase? You, you you might get down on yourself. You don't see any progress. So you just see it daily and continue check, mm-hmm. continually to check it daily. You're not going to see that longevity or that progress that you want you want to see. That's I think that's why it's so good to do it monthly or even, like you said, quarterly, because then you can do it every three months. A longer duration of time, you'll see, I guess, more progress if you want to say it that way. And some things like the trends, it's true. You do need to keep up on the trends. But certain things, like if it's your creative direction, that might take a couple months to actually progress. Natalia, are you ready to introduce our guest speaker for this week? I am ready. All right. Everyone, please welcome Nadia Jones. Hello. Welcome. Hey, girl. What's hey. up? Not much. Very tired, but very energetic. I know. It's uh-huh. A, it's like a weird feeling right now. That's exactly right. It's a rainy I'm... Monday morning. It is. The All Hallows Eve. Hello. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tell us about yourself. Tell us who you are, maybe your year, your major, your interests, mm-hmm. any hobbies. Well, that list could go on for a long, <laughs> long, long time. Um, I'm Nadia also, if you know me from Instagram, it's NXJ. That's what everyone calls me. <laughs> um, I am a junior at Point Park studying sports arts entertainment management and a minor in PR and ad. And I kind of do like literally everything. Um, <laughs> I am a photographer, creative director, podcaster, content creator. You're just everything. Like yeah, you said. yeah. fashionista. Thing. I don't know. Fashionista. Yeah, it's like yeah. the list goes on and on. Love that. Love that. So tell us about, you know, you you know, you know said you're an SAN major. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about some of the internships that you kind of had yeah. or have right now and yeah. anything. Yeah, I just recently finished up the social media fellowship with the Warhol Academy, mm. which is part of the Warhol Museum. And now I'm currently a marketing intern with the Roxy and Theater for Live Nation. Cool. So, and I literally just started that like last week. Yeah. So How's that going? I absolutely love it. I've already seen three shows <laughs> wow and i've already posted a couple reels made graphics mm-hmm. like i honestly love the entire environment of the entertainment industry mm. i love it we have very similar interests because i'm mm. pretty much involved in the same stuff like i do a lot of social yeah. media stuff for the school yeah um i'm in fat into fashion I, was say, I feel like i see you modeling <laughs> on like the tvs and i'm like that's natalia <laughs> that's so funny um but can you kind of explain like what's your favorite part of your your new internship right now yeah i mean honestly i think it's just being able to use all of the skills i have and that i've grown in the past few years yeah. um i'm able to use all my content creation skills that i've taught myself but also just from learning at other fellowships or internships or even my courses here um, so I think being able to see like how confident I am in doing content creation and working for a very big company such as yeah. Live Nation and to actually understand what I'm doing and it's good, that makes me feel very like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little pat on the back. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, also doing something you love. Like you have exactly, a passion for exactly. it, right? Exactly. So it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. So you kind of mentioned content creation. I want to dive deeper into that a little bit. Mm -hmm. You kind of briefly mentioned it earlier in a little tell us about me. Um, Could you tell us a little bit more about what types of content creation you do? Yeah. So I'm currently going through a bit of a rebrand because Mm -hmm. I started when I was a freshman in college. So obviously I'm not like that anymore. I've changed. (laughs) I've evolved more into my skills and what I like. So I originally started with just fashion. I was an influencer. I had contracts with brands like... I was I was going full throttle with it. Um, 
I also got to work with women who rock. I was on their mm. the Hard Rock Cafe reposted me. Nice. So, you know, I was into all of that and I still am, but it's more so gone into lifestyle because I have now built a brand as NXJ and NXJ Studios is my photography and creative direction page. So people now know me as like an actual brand than just say a random influencer. Yeah. So now I try to show more so my life, my career, what I do, you know, being a college student who isn't really an average college student, which yeah. you would understand. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. yes, I'm a college student, but I also have so many other career paths going on right now. And I'm so involved in and off of campus that I want to kind of show people that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like lifestyle and just kind of who I am. And I guess like kind of also motivational to be like, I, love that. I hate using this term, but like being a girl boss. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hashtag. Hashtag yeah. girl boss. Like, love that. You know, get up and work. <laughs> <laughs> I resonate with a lot of what you say because it's pretty much the same thing in my, like you have a lot of different career paths you can go yeah but you also want to have a job where you can use all of your skills and that's exactly Exactly. what i want to do one day um just utilizing everything you possibly have exactly to your full ability exactly like i'm so i'm so against pigeonholing yourself like every time and i understand it's just curiosity people are like what do you want to do when you leave but i'm like i don't know and it doesn't mean i don't have skills or talent it just means I'm involved in too many things yeah. right now and have so many interests that like it could go either way, especially getting your degree in something as sports, arts, entertainment management. You can go into three different fields just with that. The world's so, your oyster. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, guys, I don't know. I'm just a girl. Like mm-hmm. I'm trying to do a lot. <laughs> and I think it's important because some people like, especially like older people, they don't understand. Like they want you to pick one way and just yeah. do that. For yeah. I really Think it's important to understand like you know what's best for you and exactly. that there is something out there that you can do everything and you don't have to limit yourself to just exactly. one job forever exactly like when i committed to point park i was going to be a legal studies major Girl. now i post on <laughs> social media for a living uh-huh. like that is not the same thing and my mom was just like do what makes you happy like we love that you know like because just... the money will follow exactly. if you're passionate about something yeah. exactly and just the biggest thing i think in the world of content creation or anything media and business like you have to have such a strong mindset because the only person it's going to make sense to is you Mm -hmm. like so as long as it makes sense to you and you kind of see the end game you just got to keep going and not every day is going to be a good day no No. especially with content creation i was fighting for my life sophomore year yeah yeah Yeah, because i'm uh I don't know if I mentioned this on the previous episode, but I'm a moderator for like streams and whatnot. So I understand that. Mod, 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 mod. I understand (laughs) that streams go through their ups and downs. There's good days and bad days. You're not always going to make the revenue that you want Mm. um, and stuff like that. So can you kind of talk about how you get through those bad times or those bad days and just push through? Yeah. I mean, I also I think, honestly, it's reading the feedback I get. I've gotten so many random DMs from people just being like, you know, I'm and I'm not a big creator. Like I only have yeah. maybe a couple thousand followers, all social medias combined. But I try to make it more so, like people know me, not like oh she's just some girl. Like I want people to know who I am and mm-hmm. look up to me. So mm-hmm. I get, I just try to remember the positive. RuPaul says a thing yes. where he's like, I'm too busy focusing on the people who love me than the people who hate me. So I try to focus on the people that I'm genuinely making a good impact on and just get myself out of my head yeah because us as humans we you know someone you could get like nine positive comments but that one negative comment will stand out above 
the nine yeah or net nine positive ones because you just you harp on that a little bit but i I love what you just said but i try to remember like but there's nine people saying amazing things about me exactly and i don't want that one person to win Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly hello i'm stubborn i'm a leo (laughs) you're not winning this game like come on leo exactly (laughs) like no sorry what do you recommend to people that want to do kind of the same type of thing with content creation and they're kind of afraid to put themselves out there or deal with those types of comments? Like, what do you recommend yeah. that they, they do? Yeah. I mean, I've gotten this a lot just on campus because people know me as the girl from Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, and honestly, I know this sounds so cliche and every other creator before I was a creator said this, but it's like literally just go for it. Like if you feel like it's something you like and would be consistent with, it's okay if you kind of change your trajectory. Like I changed mine from super fashion to now I have a brand. So I just, it's kind of all about my life Mm -hmm. and stuff. And like, you just have to go for it. Like I'll post reels and there's people from college and high school who will see it. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) okay. (laughs) You know, like it's, it's kind of just like, you have to make that jump. Like I, I'm not originally from Pittsburgh. I'm from Wilkes-Barre. So, you know, I kind of got to Point Park on accident. Like I yeah. ended up getting a full ride in scholarships last minute. And I was like, I'm moving to a city five hours away from home where no one knows who I am. So I'm just going for it. It's a fresh start. Yeah. It's a fresh and, start. And like, that's the thing. It's like, I didn't care who from high school saw it. I was like, I'm making a new name for myself. And they always come back in the end because now I get people who see what I've done for myself and they're like oh well could you possibly get me in for the Mm, I remember what you did in high school exactly I remember how mean you were (laughs) (laughs) literally so now you want to come back exactly so I think it's just having confidence in yourself and fully just like going for it going for it but make sure you're doing it for the right reasons Mm -hmm. don't do it because everyone's a creator now and you just want a check because yes you know, it's gonna check for a while. Mm-hmm. I got so excited when I saw my first $25, <laughs> which isn't even a lot. So I was just like, it's really hard. And it's it just takes a lot of time to make connections and network and yeah. real relationships with these people. You know, you don't want it to be something where you're just like doing it mm-hmm. and your heart's not in it. Because yep. then it's just, you're not gonna exist in a few years. Yeah. And, and you can tell when someone doesn't isn't really into it. Yeah. Exactly. And like I'm just more so a longevity person. I want this to be something that goes on for years and years and years. Yeah. I agree. Me too. Same yeah. with my brand. Because exactly. I want to keep building my brand. Yeah. Even before I graduate, because I have until April 2024 until I completely graduate. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm I'm still working on just finding the time because it takes a lot of it work and time to really like because I'm. I want it to be good. I don't want to yep. just put exactly. something out there that I don't like. Exactly, because it's something you genuinely care about. It's something exactly. you're putting all this time and effort into while being a full-time student, while being, yeah. you know, a daughter to someone and a friend to someone. Like, you have to keep your actual relationships with your the people in your family and friends, but also the people who you're working with mm-hmm. all the time, all day, mm-hmm. every day, especially on social media. You're interacting with these people every single day. Yeah. So let's rewind a little bit. Okay. Let's think about to a time when Nadia first started thinking about content creation mm-hmm. tell us what that if you remember if, what that was like a specific story of tell us I want to hear it I want to hear it, hear it <laughs> I was in I was in my freshman dorm with my best friend Alex who is also the co-host on my podcast like my best friend you, if you go on my Instagram you see her literally everywhere. is it Alex Bell yes she was on the LCS panel last spring mm-hmm. she's amazing yes that is literally <laughs> my best friend and she's the one who fully understands what I'm trying to do because she's trying to become a writer which is another hard thing to do Mm -hmm. and we were just like 
think it was January, we were snowed in. And I was like, I want to do a photo shoot. And she was like, what? And I was like, I just want to do a photo shoot. So we had this tiny, if you've ever been in Lawrence Hall bathrooms, they're the bathrooms in the room. They yeah. are tiny. They are like four by four miniature square. <laughs> and I just started setting up all my lamps and putting t-shirts on them and just like completely redoing the bathroom. And I said, get in the bathtub. And she got in the bathtub <laughs> and I got her Polaroids. I got my phone and we just started like doing so much photo shoots. And I was oh, like, you need God. to post these. And she started doing my photos and I just like posted them and they like blew up. And I was like, I'm like no one like what's going on. Yeah. And I just had this love for because it also delve into my, you know, love for photography and creative direction. I loved having these ideas and being able to bring them to life mm -hmm. and then also bring them to life to other people. Because Alex, like when I met her, she was so quiet. She was more insecure and reserved. Yeah. And because she's from Ohio. I'm like, girl, I'm from Brooksville. I'm going to crazy. But she grew in, up in such a small, quiet town. And she was like, these are the best pictures I've ever seen of myself. I feel so confident. I feel That's so like so cute. Yeah, like I feel so happy. And I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing this professionally. Yeah. You know, so it kind of delves into content creation and photography and creative direction and branding and all this stuff. And I was like, all right. So I complete. I deleted my old Instagram and all my old followers. I started a new one. Wow. And it it just started being a daily thing. And that's where I, it started. I posted content every single day. Wow. Every single day. And my roommate, I think like we were on spring break and she just saw, because I took like a bit of a minute. Like I was like, okay, yeah. let me think about this. And then spring break happened. Alex was in Ohio. She saw me post and she was like, this isn't a regular post. She was like, what are you doing? My entire Instagram was rebranded and she was like, are you doing this for real? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and like wow. a month wow. later, I had a contract with Express. Girl, that's so, what goes to show consistency and hard work pay off so yeah. much. And when you yeah. and you include passion in that, and you actually mm -hmm. find exactly. like you figure out your career path and what you want to do, yeah. make your unstoppable, own career path. exactly, unstoppable, exactly. And I've had times where like I was like, okay, are we sure about this? And it's just because like you're also growing up with it. Yeah. So you know, I started when I was like 18, and I'm now 20. So. Yeah, I'm going to go through a bit of an identity crisis because I'm not the same person I was when I was 18 no, no. and new to college. So it's more so just being able to break through those hard times of like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. It's more so just a shift in the content you want to make, not the world falling apart. Because yeah. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? So looking forward, mm -hmm. since we did a little rewind, looking forward, what are some of your goals for content creation? What do you want to what do you mm -hmm. what goals do you have? What are you looking forward to anything in the future? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I just want to stay true to myself yeah. because I went through a weird period where I was just trying to get the followers and the numbers and it was making me more depressed than happy. Yeah. So I think the more so I stay true to myself, it, my following will come and all that stuff. And just being able to work with more Pittsburgh creatives, I really think yeah. it's that. It's just building my network and being true to myself and being true to the NXJ brand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you want to stay in Pittsburgh? I've I've been thinking about this because I know I'm not going back home. But um <laughs> not in Wilkes Bear. <laughs> no. But um as for Pittsburgh, I feel like it truly is growing in the creative field right yeah. now. So I don't wanna leave and miss this skyrocket of creatives in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean look at you and mm -hmm. Sophia, like, you know, there's so many of us and also in Point Park too, like True. Point Park is filled with so many creatives and I feel like people with 
non-traditional careers. And I'm so excited to see where everyone goes with that. So I don't know. I, I love Pittsburgh. My dream place is New York, but New York is going through it right now. Yeah. And I just, I don't want to add to the massive population right now <laughs> that mm-hmm. lives there. And I don't know, the West Coast, the West Coast scares me. I'm an East Coast girly. Yeah. So like, I'm so like, <laughs> I don't know if I could live in LA. I feel like that would make me feel like I'm stepping into a zone that I don't understand because yeah. yeah. it's different there. Like content creation there is like a whole different breed than doing it in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. (laughs) So any advice for students who, maybe a freshman Mm -hmm. or even sophomores, um, just looking to get into content creation and possibly make a career out of it, or they're unsure if this is what they want to do? Any advice for them? Yeah, I would say just be confident. Take the risk. And you don't need a lot of money to do it. I did it with a $13 Amazon tripod and my phone and like Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> that's it? Yeah. Like that's all you need and just consistency and make sure like even write in a little journal of like why you maybe want to do it. Yeah. Because if it's like money, maybe not. Mm-mm. Money's a plus, but like some people don't see that for a couple years or a couple months. And, you know, kind of figure out your niche. Um, my favorite YouTube channel that I watched that helped me with it was Jade Beeson. She gives a lot of advice on the algorithms and hashtags and how to how much you should be posting a week all that type of stuff so i would just do honestly genuine research on it and see why it fits you and just Mm -hmm. be confident and go for it because why not why not also (laughs) love yourself right yeah like literally like because as rupaul always said if you can't love love yourself yourself, how in the the hell hell you gonna gonna love somebody somebody else else? can i get an amen exactly exactly (laughs) like it really is that i've I've grown such a deeper connection with myself yeah. because of starting this brand, and now it has paid off in the past two years, and I can't wait to see where else it goes now. You're only going to keep growing from here. No, literally. Only going to keep evolving and growing from here. I agree. Well, we are proud of you. I'm I'm actually proud of you. Me too. <laughs> because <laughs> you have so, you've done so much, and you kind of found your career path, mm-hmm. and I feel like the sky is your limit. Yes. Or it's not even your limit. The universe, I'm like, whatever. You, uh, you just go and fly whatever, wherever. The atmosphere. The I'm atmosphere. like, I'm way past that, yes. Wherever the next galaxy is. No, literally. <laughs> and like, I'm just so excited, and I'm like, what you guys are doing is also amazing because there's so many different career paths here. Like, Point Park is a different breed. Yeah. It is a different <laughs> breed. Really and the only people know that are Point Park people. Yes. True. Like, Thank you so much for coming on, Nadia. It was amazing to hear about your content creation and your goals in the future. Yeah, and thank you for telling us about your story, about how you got started, to kind of give back to the students who might be thinking about doing content creation, kind of how to get started and, you know, what to look forward to. Mm-hmm. So, are we ready to wrap up the show? I am ready. All right, but before we wrap up, usually we give some tips <laughs> before the end of the episode, but... It is the week of Halloween. It is all Hallow's Eve right now when we're recording, but when we release it, it'll be after Halloween. So I figured, why not give some fun Halloween facts and tricks or treats and blah, blah, blah about Halloween? I agree. Let's get into it. All right. So in the spirit of articles and me finding some crazy articles, here's another one. The article man. <laughs> That's going to be my nickname. The article man. What if I went as that for Halloween? The article man. Yeah, you just pulled out just all the articles that you grabbed from the podcast. Just like glue a bunch podcast. of articles. <laughs> So this one is from Good Housekeeping. I don't know what Good Housekeeping has to do with fun Halloween um, facts, but they give some fun Halloween facts to trick or treat and tell your friends about. Ready? Yep. Let's go. <laughs> so Halloween, it's a holiday. So this holiday dates back more than 2,000 years. Did you know that? 
Mm-mm. So it's even older than Christianity itself. It all started as a pre-Christian Celtic festival called Samhain. I don't know what that means. Which means summer's end, apparently. Which makes sense because it's like the end of summer, October. Summer's and ending. literally last week here in Pittsburgh, it was like 70 degrees. So it was a summer's end. And Halloween weekend was pretty nice. Like Halloween weekend. Yeah. I mean, Saturday was chillier, but Friday was It, it was, was mild. Nice. It was a little rainy. And now this week, we're supposed to get some like snow. Oh my. I think it's Wednesday. We're supposed to get snow. It's supposed to be like 40 degrees. I'm not ready yet. I'm no. not ready. Yeah, Wednesday morning. So that, I mean, I have a sweater on, but I'm not ready. That drive to work would be so fun. So it says here, people in Ireland and the UK and northern France use the word or used to ward off ghosts by lighting sacrificial bonfires. And you guessed it, wearing costumes. Here we go. To trick the spirits, according to history.com. So that's, I guess, where costumes came that's from. kind of cool. Right? That's really cool. And then trick-or-treating has existed since medieval times. Taking candy from strangers on one night a year. And one night only isn't a new or uniquely American tradition. Back then, it was known as guising in Scotland and Ireland. Young people dressed up in costumes and went door-to-door looking for food or money in exchange for performing songs, poems, or other tricks. But today, the tradition has morphed into children uh, getting dressed up and asking for candy. Hardly anyone sings for the mini Snickers these days, Mm -hmm. but a simple thank you will go a long way. Isn't that interesting? That is Goes back to the medieval times. I like to think about the medieval times as like... How interesting would it be to live then? Pretty cool. Like Shakespeare going to like a play, but people actually getting killed in the plays. (laughs) That'd be crazy. Insane. So some Halloween rituals used to be geared towards finding a husband. (laughs) So I have to find my husband now through a Halloween ritual? Mood, mood. Halloween's tomorrow. Is it like witchcraft? Let's do it. Let's just go tomorrow. Let's find our husbands. Let's let's go find our husbands. (laughs) I know you're out there somewhere. During the 18th century, single ladies... (laughs) Single ladies devised Halloween traditions that were supposed to help them meet their romantic match. According to History.com, we love History.com, women used to throw apple peels over a shoulder, (laughs) hoping to see their future husband's initials in the pattern they made when they landed. When bobbing for apples at parties, the winner would supposedly marry first. Oh, Most spookily, they even used to stand in a dark room holding a candle in front of a mirror to look for their future husband's face to appear in the glass. Bloody Mary who? <laughs> That's this what they is, said. <laughs> wow. The apple peels is what's interesting. So you throw it and it whatever initials like that the apple peels make is your future husband's initials? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Because it's like fate, you wow. know, like tarot cards and yeah. all that. Speaking of tarot cards, do you like tarot cards? I'm into everything, yes. So like I... That's why this is like, this is kind of yeah. cool. Like, it's not like it's crazy at all. I know. That's, that's, that's so funny. But I'm going to use that. Okay. Another one. Immigrants helped popular, popularize the holiday in the U.S. So when the Irish fled the potato famine that devastated their country in the 1840s, they brought their hollow, Halloween traditions with them. And then a celebration, um, getting my pages mixed up. This is in the back. Oh. I'm so funny. <laughs> the celebration spread across the country until the mischievous Halloween pranksters reached an all-time high in the 1920s. Some believe community-based trick-or-treating became popular in the 1930s as a way to control the many pranksters. So was, what was it, like crime? Mm. So it was like trying to regulate crime? that what trick- trick-or-treating was trying to do? I guess. Interesting. Hmm. Wow. Number five. Not number five. Another one. Sugar rationing during the World War II paused trick-or-treating. Because, you know, trick-or-treating, candy, sugar. Um, because of the shortage of sweet stuff, trick-or-treating wasn't as big as a, th- as a, big of a thing in World War II. After the rationing ended, it was all systems go on the candy collecting front. So have you watched Hocus Pocus? Yeah. So Disney, 
here's another fact. Almost made Hocus Pocus a completely different movie. That's what this is. Wow. Everyone's Halloween favorite was almost a freakier flick. The original title, Disney's Halloween House, interesting, had a much darker and scarier script, according to IMDb. Not only that, but Leonardo DiCaprio was courted to play teenage heartthrob Max Dennison, ah, but turned it down to appear in What's Eating Gilbert Grape instead. So Leo was about to be not on Titanic, but he was about to be on Focus Focus. I couldn't see it. Our poor Jack. Yeah. Jack, no. Um, This is just interesting. Illinois produces up to five times more pumpkins than any other state. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. And I'll do one more. One more. Do you like candy corn? I'll do two more. Do you like candy corn? I like candy corn. All right. So candy corn was originally called chicken feed. I could see it. I love candy corn, but some people... Chicken feed. It's their deal breaker. I don't know why. They need to grow up. (laughs) If you don't like candy corn, grow up. (laughs) Last one. Last one. Last one. Last one. All right. (laughs) Wait, let's... Look at this cat. (laughs) Last one. The night before Halloween is called Mischief Night or Goosey Night. Hmm. For those who lived on the East Coast and the Midwest, it's probably not news to you that lots of teens and tweens pull pranks on October 30th, but... From toilet papering the trees outside someone's house to egging cars and more dangerous capers. The tradition never really made its way to the West Coast, at least not yet. Goosey night. Goosey night. So like. So tonight it's goosey night. It's goosey night or just Hall Hollow's Eve. Go toilet paper some trees, pull some pranks, have fun kids because you only live Live once. Love that. (laughs) I knew exactly where you were going with that. All right. So if you have any questions or you want to contribute to the next episode of the podcast, feel free to email us at careerdev at pointpark.edu. That is C-A-R-E-E-R-D-E-V at pointpark.edu. And you can find this episode on wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. But I think that wraps up episode number six. We are recording from the Center for Media Innovation at Point Park University. That part. Almost forgot. I'm glad to have you as a co-host. Oh, I got you. <laughs> but until next time, we'll, we'll see ya. See ya. Later. Later. Alligator. <laughs>